The Song Confessional Podcast is a co-production of KUT, KUTX Studios, and Good Taste Society. Hey, this is Walker Lukens, and you are listening to... Let me explain what we do here at Song Confessional. So we collect anonymous stories, right? We go all over the country and we record people telling us stories anonymously. And uh, we give our favorite stories to songwriters and bands who write and record an original song inspired by that anonymous story. We've got a permanent confessional booth at the Mishawak Amphitheater in Colorado. We've got a permanent confessional booth at the Long Center in Austin, Texas. We've got... uh, camper trailers slash mobile recording studios. We take all over the country to go to events. Uh, You can also just send us an email and we will set up a time for you to tell us a confession. We love hearing your stories. Usually on this podcast, you hear that anonymous story. You hear the song and inspired, and then you hear an interview with the band. Today, you're actually just going to hear the confession because we are putting it out there. We want, if you're listening to this and you feel inspired, we want you to write a song about this confession and send it in to us. And in two weeks, we're going to put it out uh, as a response episode to this. I am not sitting next to my favorite little jar of frothy liquid. We are talking over Zoom. Why? What's up, everybody? This is Zach Catanzaro, and I am officially a week out of hernia surgery recovery. So thankfully, I was actually able to walk upstairs today. Um, but yeah, the studio is kind of uncomfortable. So I'm sitting in a plushy, loungy chair and some sweats and a nice sweater and, you know, a couple pain pills in me feeling all right. Man, you, th- this is actually the second time you've had hernia surgery. It is. And I actually like took care of it like an adult this time. Um, I think maybe we've mentioned this on the podcast in some early episodes, but I toured with you for three years with a hernia and like... Some of our heaviest touring of our careers. It, I, I, looking back, I honestly, I don't know why or how. Well, I know why. I didn't have health insurance because we live in America. Uh, I don't know how. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know how that I survived on that. Um, thanks to Obamacare, I ended up getting that surgery. Five years later, I got Just- another one. But I only waited six months and I didn't go on tour because um, I'm, I'm an adult now. I'm almost 40. So I got to learn something. To give you guys a visual for this, that svelte man back there on the drum set who you saw playing for many years with a hernia, when we would get in the van, he had to lay down. That was the only way that he could sort of not exacerbate the hernia situation. So for years... Lay down with a hand in my pants, pushing my intestines back through my abdominal wall. (laughs) Yeah. You want to know what the reality of a hernia is? That's it. So for three years, this guy was always laying down in the back of the van because he had no other choice. So it was a shock to me after he had hernia surgery. He's like, man, this guy likes to sit up too. <laughs> the thing that I think cracked me up the most, that you, I literally found this out, what, a month, two months ago, you told me that yeah. when you met me, you thought I had a pill addiction because I was taking pain pills constantly. And then I got surgery and it just stopped immediately. And you're like, oh, I guess he was actually in that much pain. <laughs> well, you were always so nice. It wasn't like you had a pain pill problem and were moody and hard to be around. I was like, well, he's a nice guy. He takes a lot of pain pills. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's fair. It really could be worse. But this time, you know, I'm married. I got people that rely on me. 
I recognized that I had a hernia again and I took care of it. Don't be sleeping on your hernias, people. It is pain that you do not t- need to deal with. It's music to my ears that you're taking care of it. I, I'm so happy that you're not, you haven't, you're in a lot of pain right now, but you're not going to be suffering for years with this because that is so awful to imagine being back. And you're really tough. You're one of the toughest people I know. So I know you, you literally did it once. I'm sure you could do it again, but I'm just so happy for you that you are got it taken care of. It's not necessary. You don't need to do that to yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of not necessary, uh, this confession is going to make you uh, uh, crack up with the unnecessary things we sometimes put in our bodies. Maybe grimace a little, <laughs> some laughing, some grimacing. But you know what's so fun about this podcast is like, I, at this point, we still kind of, we're, we kind of will feel like we've heard every type of story. We've never heard a type of story like this. This is the first story we've had that even remotely touches this realm. Uh, it's, uh, it's fucking great. I love it. So during, so during South by Southwest 2023, um, we took, I, I took the trailer actually, cause Zach was busy, uh, playing a show with Bright Light Social Hour. I took the trailer out to the Peach Fuzz magazine, South by South by Sandlot party. So Peach Fuzz magazine, if you don't know, it's a sex positive, uh, magazine based here in Austin, Texas. um, uh, as my, my aunt was in Austin one time, she saw it. She said, "Oh, this is one of those nudie magazines for people your age." <laughs> Which that's really, that's really funny because, like, visually, it kind of looks like a classic Playboy from the seventies, almost like the vibe in a way, like the way the pictures are shot on film. You know? Yeah, they're obviously yes. developed. They have like a beautiful little grainy quality to them. It's like it's got such a vibe that if you didn't know that you were looking at something new. You, I actually would think I was looking at something kind of retro. Yeah. It, well, in any case, we can agree that it is nothing like what was going on in the nineties. No, this is, I mean, yeah. it's, and I mean, it's also the most diverse nudie mag I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So peach fuzz, uh, through this party with field, which is an app for, as they call it, a dating app for the open-minded to meet the like-minded. It's a kink app. Is my understanding. Um, Now, at this event, I don't know if there was crazy kinky stuff going on. I was just in that trailer taking confessions. But but this confession has never... We've never heard anything like it. And this was a sex-positive open environment, which I do not think is a coincidence. Yeah, definitely not a coincidence. Which you might be thinking that you're about to hear about sex. You're not. You're not really going to hear about sex at all. But it is sex adjacent. <laughs> oh my god! I was just about to say sex adjacent. <laughs> it's literally sex adjacent. This this sex adjacent here. Um, okay. Well, without further ado, here is this week's confession. Confession. Um. Okay, I'm gonna tell you a story about when I was very young. I was 20 years old. Um. And I lived at the time in Olympia, Washington. Um, I grew up here, and then when I graduated college, I tried to get as far away from home as I could. So I ended up in Olympia, Washington, which is a very like cold and mossy and dank, like rainy place. Um, and I was in college, and I took this class that was a course on linguistics and neurology. And it didn't take me 
a couple, very many classes to figure out that I hated this and this, this subject matter was not for me. And I bonded with that over a classmate of mine. And I guess to keep it anonymous, we'll call him John. Um, so <laughs> just in case, um, so John and I became fast friends. We both had a love of rock and roll and record collecting and, you know, vintage clothing. Um, and we would cut class and we ended up spending a lot of time together. Um, but the one thing about John is that he was a very functional, but raging alcoholic. Like, <laughs> so when I would spend time with him, I would spend like two to five days with him in a sort of like rolling blackout uh, bender. And I was gonna say, that sounds like a mega bender. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, I was 20 and um, this was all kind of new to me and very fun and like slightly romantic, you know, um, we would just like stay up for days, like drinking and listening to music and taking walks in the neighborhood. And it was springtime, which is a very like beautiful part, like beautiful time of year in the North Pacific Northwest. So there, I just remember there are like flowers everywhere um, and the seasons are starting to change and it's starting to get a little warmer and everything's just a little frisky. So it was definitely like a romantic fling. And so we were pretty like hot and heavy for a while, but every time I hung out with him, I would like lose days and like miss doctor's appointments, like flake out on friends, like not go to class. Um, and <laughs> so my story is about one of these like hazy uh, events basically. Um, so kind of towards the end of our romance, like we were coming off of maybe like a three day bender and like John would like wake up in the morning and make us a uh, orange drink, which was like our breakfast, which was like mad dog 2020 orange and Sprite mixed together. Oh my God. Amazing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so that's like how we start our day. We spent the day walking around drinking whiskey. We hung out at this baseball diamond all day and watched kids play baseball like after school um, we would also watch people play basketball at the park. Um, and so by the time we got home, I think we maybe ate something and then we went up to his room and his room was in the attic of this like hundred year old house. And, uh, the stairs up to his room were really narrow and really steep and the sh steps were super short. So if you're very drunk, it's it's a little bit of a hazardous situation. Not so much going up, but definitely going down. So we're up there, we're having a good time. And eventually though, the bender starts to kind of wear off and you're winding down and you're at that point where you're like, um, I either need to sleep or I'm gonna die. So I got in bed and I laid down and he had a mattress just on the floor with like blankets and stuff. So I lay down and I wake up and it's pitch black. It, I don't know what time it is. And I wake up with this thirst, like, you know, the kind of thirst <laughs> that I'm talking about. If you've ever gone drinking where you could drink the fucking ocean dry. And that's like, all you can think about is, is water. And I open my eyes and I look over and on the floor next to me is this like huge Mason jar, like the kind that that's like three cups or more. Yeah. Um, 
and it's in this it's blue so it's like gorgeous <laughs> beautiful blue the moon is coming through the window and shining on it it's frosty because it's in the attic and there's no heating up there and it's cold in the northwest so it was frosty it was just like drink me and i said absolutely and i downed it all in one go i drank the whole thing wow and i noticed that it tasted a little weird and just in the aftertaste but i didn't really think about it and i went back to sleep and i wake up again and the sun is up it's probably late morning by the sun and we're kind of stirring and we're sort of like you know john's waking up too and we're saying like good morning and you know i'm trying to decide like okay is this am i going to go home am i going to do another day with this dude like how do i feel and then John kind of looks over my shoulder and he looks at the jar and he says, uh, did you dump my jar? And I said, well, kind of, yeah, I drank it. And he said, what? And he said, well, and I just kind of knew. <laughs> and we looked in each other's eyes. And oh. as I knew, as I started realizing what had happened, he also realized what had happened. And I'll just never forget the look on his face. I know my face took him on a journey and his face <laughs> took me on a journey of the things that transpired. And he finally was like, okay, so I pissed in that jar right before we went to sleep because the stairs are so dangerous to go down to the bathroom, the only bathroom in the house. They're very narrow. Oh and, my God. But he set it right down next to the bed. He had a really tiny room. And at that moment, I realized that I had drank three cups of this man's urine. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. And I didn't wash it down with anything, like just straight, straight downed it and went back to sleep. I mean, in your defense, you were drunk when you drank it. I was drunk when I drank it. And also, like, you know that feeling when you wake up and you're like, I'm so thirsty. And it, it literally looked like it was like had a halo of moonlight around it <laughs> it was like frosty oh my god um so at that moment i was like it's time to go home and i need to reevaluate some of my choices that i've been making <laughs> i called my therapist and was like apologize for missing several appointments and asked her to please take me back as a client <laughs> And, and how old were you at this point? I was 20. I mean, thank God you were in therapy. That is what a like, what an incredible wake up call yeah. to have. It's like I literally drank some older man's piss and he's, I already know he's an alcoholic. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. So um, that was without even having to say it, like we both knew like that we're not doing this again. <laughs> like I'm not coming over anymore and we're not sleeping together and we're not doing this. And uh and it was just kind of unspoken like non-spoken like just we just knew um and then i didn't see him he dropped out of my class and i started going to class and i didn't receive full credit but i received partial credit for the course and like had to basically go in and tell my professor like i'm sorry i want to participate like basically tried to redeem myself it was definitely like a come to jesus kind of moment Oh my God. And <laughs> so, fucking incredible. so then I didn't see him for a really long time. And the next time I saw him um, was actually at a movie theater. So there's one like theater in downtown Olympia that's historic. It's kind of like the Paramount. It's like beautiful. 
And I was late to see this movie, uh, Antichrist, which was that Lars von Trier movie where, oh, yeah. with Willem Dafoe and yeah, Charlotte Gainsbourg. I sneak into the theater late. I like missed everything. I went by myself and I went to the balcony and I sat, it was pretty sparsely populated and I sat down and that movie's insane. And <laughs> when the lights came on at the end, after we had just watched like Charlotte Gainsbourg, like, you know, castrate Willem Dafoe, the lights come up and I look to my right and it's him. <laughs> He's sitting like three seats away from me. And we both look at each other and we're both just kind of like an abject horror. We didn't say anything. We got up, went out through separate exits of the Paramount and kind of like met in the front outside on the sidewalk. And we basically were just like, adios, like nice to see you. Bye. And that's the last time I ever saw him. God, that is amazing. (laughs) Okay, I got to say. I've had some pretty strange things in my mouth throughout my lifetime. And I imagine you have too, Walker, because I know you. But I've I've definitely never drank pee or really accidentally drank any bodily fluid that I'm aware of. Uh, same, dude. <laughs> it is. I just like the first time I listened to that confession, I really had no idea where it was going because there's a lot of potential things that could have happened with... You know, the way she's hanging out with this guy, they're having some bingy moments. They're like definitely diving into this kind of counterculture thing for this for this period of their lives. And it could go anywhere. I did not see that coming at all. And apparently neither did she. Uh, This man, this just so reminded me of my girlfriends from college after college when they're living in Austin and kind of like exploring sort of fully fledged adult life, whatever that means. And just like dating fuckboy ultras. And yeah. like, I would get to hear the girl talk, you know, about, I just feel, I just reminded me of that where it's like, they are conscious of the fact that they're dating some idiot, maybe just cause it's fun. And like, they're getting laid. Yeah. And it's a moment. Sh- yeah. And shit like this happens, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but it, but I never heard one quite like this. <laughs> no, like, definitely I'm not. Very- uh, you know, that's the that's the beauty of this one is like, yeah, we've heard those stories. We've had those things. I mean, my my relation to that is like I specifically remember taking a swig from a beer bottle that was a dip spit bottle and it was ugh, everything you could imagine. It was it was disgusting. That's thankfully, cl- thankfully, it was my own. It wasn't somebody else's. That's a classic Texas oopsies right there. Classic Texas oopsies. That's a whole nother series. I think we can start classic (laughs) Texas oopsies. Drinking your own dip spit fucking brown Budweiser bottle. And of course it was Budweiser. Oh, yeah. It had to be Budweiser. That brown just, you have no idea what's in there. You know? Yeah. So guys, you have this fucking confession. I don't know what the song is that's in there. But I know it's in you somewhere. I want you to, 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 if it's you, the songwriter who's listening to this, go forth, make a recording, (laughs) send it our way. I promise we will, we will put it on our podcast. Absolutely. I mean, last, last time we did this, this is only the second time that we've done this call episode. The first time it was so much fun. You guys sent us great songs. I think, what, how many did we end up playing on the podcast? Four of them? Four. Four, yeah. Yeah. So, there's opportunity to get them out there. Uh, we we love what you guys come up with. It's just, it's it's great. And this one, I mean, tap into your traumas. Tap into that darkness. Like, what what is your version of accidentally drinking a cup full of piss? <laughs> yeah. 
or or tap into your spring sex fling vibe you know that works too you could go on the fun side there's there's a lot of different angles here I, i can't wait to hear what you guys make Okay, so so you're hearing this. If if this podcast came out today, it's April 11th. You have two weeks. Okay, you have two weeks until we're airing our episode. So your deadline, your deadline, is April 21st. You have until April 21st to send us a song. It does not need to be a professional recording. You can record this on your iPhone, on GarageBand. You can do literally whatever you want. I mean, last time we were blown the fuck away by the variety of recordings and songs we got we got someone who recorded it literally on their phone someone else had a really simple recording setup at home another person was a straight up pop producer who made a song uh we're so excited to hear what you've got forward this on to anyone you know in your life who you think might be down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh make sure to send those songs to us via the intake form connected to the liner notes in this podcast Okay, so in the liner notes of this podcast, in the uh, on our social media handles, you will find the the Google intake form for this. Uh, please submit your songs, send this on to people, and uh, we will put this out on the twenty fifth. The Song Confessional podcast is produced by myself, Walker Lukens, Aaron Blackerby, Rylan Kettery. Jim Eno and Tyler Brown and brought to you by KUTX that theme song you heard at the top was written by me and Zach it features Topaz McGarrickle on saxophone and it was recorded and mixed by Adam Mason if you guys like this podcast best thing you can possibly do is send it to a friend, a family member an enemy, a teacher, a student anybody in your life that might enjoy an episode, second best thing you could do is give us a like, give us a follow follow us on the socials Uh, and submit a song.